Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, one half of the DSC, episode 152. What's happening, good people? 152. We've been doing this for a couple of years now, Cash. Uh, I haven't missed a week, right? Haven't missed a week, I don't think. Not, not in a while, and if we have, we fooled y'all with y'all thinking we was... <laughs> actually here with some extra materials so you know you know we playing ahead but yeah man no i'm proud of that you know we like the iron man of this thing man you know carl malone like remember back in the day never missed hey, the game perfect attendance perfect attendance yeah here, man. yeah going back to the school days man i guess uh got something got to be said for that hey uh but cash for the new people who just joining us ain't don't don't know what we do or what we about can you please enlighten them exactly man exactly no that, that's easy man so music sports Entertainment, culture, each and every week. That's what you can expect from an entertainment aspect. We just went through the last few Kanye uh, episodes or the documentary. So that's what we're talking about, entertainment and any other shows that presence is up on. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, man, uh, like Snowfall and stuff like that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm going to attack him <laughs> about that because we, we could have a whole whole entertainment segment on Snowfall alone. But that those are the type of things we TV shows that's dope in the culture um, that you know every everybody kind of follows uh, as far as culture. We will have people like wellness coaches and, and things like that, and other people peers that are doing well in their their perspective fields that could lend you know a quick little uh, hand to the podcast and diversify what we talk about. But what you can get each and every week is music, sports, album reviews, initial takes. I mean, random random thoughts on just random hip hop conversations that Prez and I would normally have with just me and him talking over the phone, but it's here live for you guys listening and watching on the podcast. So that's Don't Sleep in the Couch on the Couch podcast in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and man, it's been a week in sports, NFL to be exact, when NFL is supposed to be kind of down right now. I don't know how they had so many moves going on. The new the, the new year don't really start till Monday, uh, and that's the legal yeah. tampering period. Uh, but everybody was ma- uh, manipulating their cap and trying to get up under the uh, the salary cap ahead of the, the Monday, and a lot of lot of moves happened. Like it was almost just like uh like we already in free agency, kind of. Yeah, and, I mean it started with Aaron Rodgers getting that two hundred milli. And then everything is kind of slowly trickling out. You got Russell Wilson, Khalil Mack. Those are just some of the big names. And then the lesser guys like Amari Cooper that just keeps getting the bag no matter where he where he goes. He just keeps getting a chance <laughs> to do his thing. But I'm sure we'll we'll get into the nitty gritty in terms of those those trades and those moves. Um, yeah. What what else we got? We got some albums, some some really good albums that dropped for yeah, some, I mean, some people yeah, we were looking forward of, to. A lot of albums, man. This year is turning out turning out a lot of music, man. It's it's kind of I'm I'm happy and I'm sad at the same time because I'm really feeling that Kodak, but I gotta gotta get on my job and you know get through these other albums and everything. So uh, <laughs> gotta keep it moving, gotta keep that rotation kind of going moving forward. So uh, we had the the Slaughterhouse that came out, right? Oh, well, yeah, Slaughterhouse. Mom, I say Slaughterhouse, half of Slaughterhouse. You had the Joel and, and Cricket, <laughs> and uh, it was the title Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. Uh, then you had, uh, what, the, what else we had? We had Mooski come out, you know, the guy who sang that Trap Star. Like, he he came out with his debut little album. Uh, you had Lil Durk. Yeah. Lil Durk came Dirt. out of nowhere. Yeah. 
with seven two twenty, I think that 20. was he was saying like that's his grandfather's house. I think he mentioned that in one of his songs too, right? That, yeah, like, that number. Yep. Uh, then you had the Benny Ten of Talk Four. I, th- I think that was like what the number one that everybody was look, kind of looking forward to uh, this week. And uh, yeah, yeah, those we're gonna get into those reviews. Uh, you said there was a couple more that you had kind of listened to. If you want to go ahead and mention those, yeah, I listened to Elzai. Um, Fly Anakin with Frank, so Elzai and uh, and Mudro, if I'm pronouncing her name right. But I mean, as soon as you type in Elzai, you'll see the album. Um, and then we also got uh, Lucky Day. I think Jeremiah re-released something I hadn't caught it the first time. So, um, but yeah, those are just some of the joints that that dropped this week. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of music, man. I, that's pretty much all I did this weekend was run random errands so I could go listen to music. Oh. Maybe you need something from the store? I, I got it. <laughs> and moving around so I could, you know, listen, listen when I can, man, instead of just alienating the people, you know, the family and shit like that. But got it done, man. A lot of, lot of good music as a result. A lot of new, new people I tried, you know, as a result of people just recommending on Twitter or Instagram or just, you know, friends that, uh, you know, actively listen to music. So I'm excited to tell y'all what we think about the heavy hitters that drop and then, what we what we don't like about it. some of these albums, man. So, uh, but let, let's you want to start in sports, press? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and let's start in sports, man. So, uh, we kicked off in a big, major, major, major way. I thought, man, because this came out of like completely out of left field. Uh, I, I say left field. He talked about it last year that he wanted to get up out of there, Seattle, and uh, Russell Wilson is what we're talking about, and. You know, but the talks wasn't prevalent this year, like him still. I know teams were still, like, reaching out and just seeing what was out there. But then, man, this trade to Denver, you know, coming to the AFC West, where he's arguably on the fourth best team. Well, oh, my fault. It's not arguably. It's a fact, Cash. He's on the fourth best team in this no, division. They they Look, played. They finish. had a record. They got their ass beat by everybody. Sorry to say, the Broncos are the fourth best team in this division, and they have been that way for the past two years. Fact. Media, that is facts. <laughs> so you can tell me about all this burning uh, superstars they got on this team and what's going on. But, I mean, Russell Wilson, they had some very shitty uh, quarterback play in Denver. That's That part is very evident. But Question. that's only one piece of the puzzle. I mean, you still got to go out and thought. beat these other teams. Okay, okay. Question. You still got to go out and beat thought. these other teams. Okay. Question. Just want to get it right out the gate because it might change your whole argument. Who are you taking? Russell Wilson or Derek Carr right now? I'm taking Derek Carr. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling with my quarterback. Man. Continue, continue. Go ahead, man. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Okay, okay. See, okay, see, okay, y'all okay. Already, yeah, yeah, you're already yeah, with yeah. the nah, lives, nah, nah, man. man. Russell, Russell Wilson is is clearly, you know, a better quarterback and had, to, uh, you know, he got the accolades and everything to back him up. And then uh, as we've seen what he didn't did during the Pro Bowl, I mean, even in his skills competition, the accuracy is still there and it's on point. If y'all watch any of that stuff, I mean, just go check out his Pro Bowl skills competition like for the past couple of years. Like he's been one of the quarterbacks that's been able to hit all these little dimes and everything. Just in that scenario, 
and it translates into the uh, games. You see it in the games as well, too. Uh, but that what I want to try to say, though, everything around them is kind of shaky, and then you're coming into the AFC West that already has, like, stout quarterbacks. I mean, you got... Uh, you got Patrick Mahomes, who's everybody is chasing. Let's not get that mistaken. That team is what everybody's chasing. And they got a lot better pieces around him than him going into Denver is. Now you got uh, Justin Herbert, who's the young gunner up and coming, still, still like, uh, I mean, he getting pieces in there, but they doing the right thing. They're uh, the Chargers. They have you know, ensured that all his weapons come back. So he's continually playing with those people. He's up under the same system. So uh, you you would think he would only get better as uh, as time would go, you know what I mean, dealing with the same people and everything. So uh, you, you really have that to do. And they don't believe in fourth down kicking a field goal. So you're going to have to deal with the defense is going to have to deal with that. They don't kick field goals. They just keep going for it. So uh, <clears throat> that's been to their detriment sometimes against the Raiders. Uh, <clears throat> so... And then now you got him coming up in there and uh, Russell Wilson coming to the Broncos. Uh, for one thing, we need to get in that trade and actually talk about what was in, in, involved in that trade. But him coming there, they lost uh, Noah Fant, so that would be the tight end. And you're coming into a division where everybody pretty much got a superstar tight end and added to the weapons of their wide receivers. Uh, so everybody is used to defending Something like that. You know what I mean? So if they got a breakdown now and only defend two wide receivers, you would think they can handle that and shut that down a little bit more. And especially with his line as shaky as it is in Denver as well, they need to focus on that because Russ ain't going to have no time to cook. Russ ain't going to have no time to cook. I mean, because let's go ahead and keep it going. I mean, so Russ came to Broncos, but then a day later, we got Matt coming to the Chargers. So now you got Bosa and Matt going to be coming off the sides at him and with him with an already uh, shaky line where Max Crosby goes out and get three or four sacks a game uh, against them. Like, (laughs) that's... You can only imagine what Bosa and, and Mac are going to do to him if they don't fix that, if they don't shore up that piece. He can run around all he wants to. Them boys them boys can run, too. They can catch him. <laughs> That's been proven. Facts. Ask, Facts. Ask, ask, ask any one of those other mobile quarterbacks they got over there so that they tried to put up back there. It, it, it didn't work out in their favor. Uh, so, yeah, you got you got that going for them. They, they, they got to find a tight end to add to their receiving core who they got a pretty good solid receiving core. They had Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, you know, good, good solid, but they still need that running back piece that nobody's afraid of. Uh, they need to shore that up a little bit and they're going to need to shore up that tight end. If they're going to continue to be a threat within the AFC West, because that is what the AFC West is used to fending multiple uh, uh, weapons out there coming up with just two basic, I mean, just basic receivers. It's, it's going to be light work for those defenses out there. That's kind of how I kind of see it. It may be a little bit more dangerous with Russ back there, but I'm 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 saying like as the media putting it and trying to elevate them way up here, man. Come on, they they're not up there yet, man. I mean, everybody else has these kind of weapons. I mean, even with Henry Ruggs going out last year with the Raiders, we still had Waller. You still had Josh Jacobs. You still had uh, Hunter Renfro to kind of deal with, and that was a problem for teams, you know. So with without him having those added pieces up in there, like, <laughs> I, I I just, I'm not ready to crown them yet. I still think they're they're fighting for third or fourth place. They're fighting for third or fourth place. Truthfully, uh, if I'm being completely honest and saying it, I'm, 
what the Chargers doing and they're building up over there, that's a lot more dangerous. You know, bringing back Mike Williams, kind of showing, uh, keeping his all his weapons. Uh, if they bring Cook back, you know, which I think the Cook it, Cook is still out there for him. So that's, and then they just add into that defense, and then you got uh, Eckler, who was already a beast at the running. Like, like these are dangerous teams, you know what I mean? And then you add. Justin Herbert and his arm to it. Like, that's that's a dangerous squad. Then you got Patrick Mahomes, who no matter how he's falling down or, or getting pushed out of bounds, still able to throw like a perfect pass 60 yard down the field. <laughs> it's a, his multiple weapons. You got Kelsey, you got the Cheetah, you got Sammy. You know, like, plug in a running back who they got that week. <laughs> like, he's, he's going to do damage. And then he's not even as the fastest, but he still do damage with his legs, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I just I just not seeing it. Uh, we'll see what the Raiders do with their moves, uh, but th- that's truthfully where he's at right now, where I'm seeing it. He's fighting there with Derek Carr, and I would say Derek Carr has more of a leg up just because of the established rep, uh, rapport with his receivers and the running backs, and then, you know, if they add a piece to it, we went to the playoffs. We beat the Chargers. You know what I mean? Like, I think that could be done again. And that did. That happened in a tumultuous year, you know, where we lost our uh, wide receiver. We lost our coach. We playing with, like, <laughs> the special teams uh, coach being the head coach and still making it happen. We playing with somebody who's, like, you know, the offensive playbook or, or the what they can throw out there wasn't that great, you know? Now you put together a good offensive mind. They're getting uh, all these coaches that can actually, like, teach. I just, the media put a lot on Russ going to the Denver. I get you. You're trying to sell it. You're trying to sell this team and everything. But I'm saying, like, when you sit down and break it down and put the X's and O's there, I, they still got a while to build. And they're going to have to come out there and show me more than – I'm like, as a Raiders fan, I'm not afraid that Russell Wilson is in our division. Makes it more exciting, but afraid? Nah, I think we still beat them as is right now. Well, God damn it, you should be. Is it my turn? Can I get in my Skip <laughs> Bellis? In my Skip Bellis voice, my turn. That <laughs> 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 he elevates, and I, I think the reason why you're not scared of him is because of how. His play, like prior, like last year, he was hurt, and, and I get it. You know what I mean. Previous year, he was in the MVP running, right, right or wrong. Early in that that run, yeah, he right. was playing. He was in the MVP running the prior year, right. He gets hurt, um, you know, at the end of that year. So I say all that to say this: Pete Carroll's offense really didn't lend to him really doing his thing or how he wants to play football, which is in that West Coast type of offense. You know what I mean? He's going to an OC that is going to do that. And again, Sutton and Judy haven't lit up anything. But again, as you know, man, playing the game, when you don't have the quarterback to get you to rock and nobody's fearing what your quarterback does, it is it is what it is, man. And we know plenty of studs on other teams that are not getting it proper shine or not are being looked at as bust because they had a Denver Bronco quarterback situation. I think having Russ immediately elevates you to be in the running for a top two team. Everybody, let's, let's be honest. Everybody's chasing Kansas City Chiefs in that that division, and you chasing number two or possibly number one if you could not if you could split with them, and then kind of run the rest of the uh, division. That's what you're you're hoping for. Now, 
he's had experience without playing with the line and Russell Wilson playing in Seattle when they traded virtually everybody. It started when they tore down the Legion of Boom. I mean, I don't really have to go into it for football fans all the way up until now. He probably had like two offensive weapons that you really could count on in Seattle in a wide receiving core. Everybody else was kind of plug and play. That's what I believe will happen now. But also, I believe just Russell being there opens that tight end position and any other position. And who knows if Von Miller comes back? You know what I mean? You, you, you just never know. You know, uh, LA Rams can't, can't pay everybody. And you know he's looking for a payday for actually helping them win a damn championship. So I say all that to say it could be a free agent destination. And look at you. You're already wearing the colors. Looks like you might be on board. I say all that to say this. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he he can't do no worse than what they were last year. And they definitely, when you play them now, you're going to feel what I always was talking about all year in the last two years in this podcast. When I had to see Russell Wilson in Philly, you the play never fucking ends with this man. Like It, it never <laughs> ends. He makes something out of nothing. And now that's two quarterbacks that your, your defense, who was middle of the pack. Like, yeah, I got a little bit better in the Raiders. Yeah, I got a little bit better last year in defense, but that that DB situation is still, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And you never know with a real quarterback what Sutton and Judy can do with getting open and, you know, him teaching them the game. So you just don't know what, what those two guys are going to do. So I say they battling for number two right now. Uh, so you think they automatically know. already over Herbert no. and his crew who's been no, working. No, 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 no. No, no. As as far as the full team layout, no, they have the worst roster in the AFC West on paper. But what I'm discounting is I can't really cut out Russ. Like, you know what I mean? Like I think a healthy Russ and a good culture around there can can do wonders. Defense, I don't I don't follow the Broncos. So I really can't tell you what they're going to give. All I can say is that they were in a lot of games. They ultimately got beat due to not having the talent. Um, it, was, but, it was quarterback play. Their defense is stout, man. They, it has yeah. been continued to be stout. I mean, it was up to the point where they could just, hey, Vaughn, if you want to leave halfway through the season, go. <laughs> and, th- and there you have it. And that, that's my point. Like, they were in a lot of games. They just ultimately ended up losing because they didn't have the offense. So now... You have a guy that can extend drives. You have a, a future, you know, Hall of Famer, possibly. You know what I mean? I think he will be a Hall of Famer just based on the numbers and what he does. And, you know, you just never know, man. Um, Khalil Mack coming to that division. Again, this is another guy that if he can remain oh, healthy. Potter Blue Mack. <laughs> if he can remain healthy. That's that's the big, that's the big, biggest issue. Oh. Like he was in Chicago, but was he really? If, besides the first anything? two years. Well, did they gain anything? I mean, they were going to the playoffs before. I mean, I know when he left, they weren't even making the playoffs. They completely out of it. So, I mean, did, who who really won that trade? Who really won that trade? Because you go back and you look at the picks we got for the uh, – we got Josh Jacobs, and then, I mean, if you look at the number ones, it was Josh Jacobs and it was uh, Arnett. Arnett, we know – the mess that happened with that and that he's completely off the team and that was a bad pick. But, I mean, Josh Jacobs still on the team, still a strong person, a captain on here. We got another year, probably pick up his fifth-year option because it's only like eight mil. So, I mean, 
that was a good kind of trade-off. We gained that that uh, running back on there. And then uh, Brian Edwards coming off, uh, I think that was the third-round pick that we ended up getting for that. So that's he's a starter. I mean, like he hasn't really like came out and just lit it all up, but he's a steady starter on his team, and he has strong uh, – uh, you know, high point type uh, receiver. You know, high point catching type receiver. He 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 give you that. He he's more of the big body type of the deal. So hopefully he continue comes out of his shell and like we can use him a little bit more this year. I mean, but as far as that trade, man, like <laughs> Chicago ended up letting him go for a fifth and swapping six. So they gave up two first and a third for him. So and four that, years I mean, later, four years later. Uh, you know, we got all our players that we have minus one. I mean, one that we kind of blew the pick on, but there are starters up on our team Chris, versus come on, where they're man. going. You right know, now. he's diminished goods. He's gotten four, five years older. In what league you get more as you advance in age back in return for a trade? Come on, man. Don't come on. Don't pull this on the people now. Just because you got an issue with we Matt. get judged, we got so Raiders got judged immediately the following year, even though we drafted rookies, and you need a couple years to prove yourself. So we got saying immediately like who they picked up, you know, judge right there. So we got to look at in the tail end of this uh, trade, both of the people we traded away for first round draft picks. So we 60, go ahead and get to other one, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper gone too from the uh, Cowboys. We told y'all the boy he just. Oh, my fault, my boy. The man drops ball. <laughs> like he, he just he's he's present in some games and he's not present in 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 other games. You know what I mean? Like he 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 has that potential, but it just seems like he don't have that drive to keep going and doing it like every play, every game, like we just did with Max. He ain't Crosby. got that dog. The dog man. ain't got yeah. the dog in him. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got that dog in him. Like, just say it. Yeah. He, he ain't got that dog on him. Funny he has all going the talent to the dog in the world. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, 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 can have, you can have all of these different type of things or whatever, but at the end of the day, the talent needs to meet the preparation and it needs to, the dog got to be in you to go out there and dominate each and every week. You And he just doesn't do that. You know what I mean? And I can't really say it's injury or nothing like that. It's just when he's out there doing well or whether he's doing bad, it's like you don't see him. And, and you he, don't feel his impact. Uh, my fault. Cooper got swapped for a fifth and a six. He got gone for a fifth and a six. Like so, they gave Dallas a fifth, and he's gone for the six. Uh, Mac ended up going for a second round in this year's uh, draft, and then uh, what uh, a sixth round in next year's draft. And uh, but still less than the two first and the third, and they take on his full contract. And it was the same thing with uh, Amari Cooper. I think even though now they, I'm hearing that they're trying to rework Cooper contract, but that was the stipulation. Uh, Chicago uh, and the Chargers take on all of Max, take on all of Max contract, and then uh, Cleveland takes on all of uh, Cooper's contract. So that's what they're getting. And then, <laughs> so <laughs> it's just funny, man. Like. I know Cooper complained, like, I mean, the, the rumor was out there that he didn't like uh, Carr, the way Carr threw the ball, right? And then he went over to Dak, and uh, now there's another little rumor out there. He called uh, the Dak the Black Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Saying, basically, he's not doing that. <laughs> is but that now, the rumor, or is that look, some shit you look, made up? Look where, look where it's taking him. Now it's over there that uh, he's going to Cleveland. In that quarterback situation, ain't nobody calling that great. 
Nobody. No. <laughs> Good nobody. <luck. laughs> I appreciate what you, you got, got sometimes. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I mean, shit. Yeah, I wouldn't be one. That's like when you and they play, they played well. They regressed last year, but like it's just Baker ain't that guy. You know what I mean? He's just not that guy. I don't, not I don't to get know it to your receivers. I mean, he had Landry and OBJ and couldn't make nothing happen. Well, they they did go pretty far, but then it fell apart quick. It fell apart quick, quick. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I, you know, I don't know, man. Like a lot of lot more trades, a lot more um, draft day decisions. That we get a little bit closer to the draft, man. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be locked in to kind of start looking at who the Eagles are gonna get and just different moves that are made. But like, yeah, those are some names. One more in, thing that big names in the past, but not really. Besides Russell, I don't know who's gonna be an impact player. With just with Mac not really being. You haven't heard. He was, in, he was injured him, last year. I mean? He was injured last year. Yeah, yeah. He had like a, heard something wrong him. with his foot, his toe, toe, or something like that. Yeah. So uh, who know who knows, man? But he should help out, like Von Miller helped out on the Rams in terms of just either Bosa is going to eat or he's going to eat. But I don't know how do you how do you defend, uh, not defend, but how do you, you know hold those guys off for most of these guys in the league? It's it's going to be scary if they're relatively yeah. healthy. I mean, it's going to go down to like. I know you're going to say I'm just a Raiders fan and all this little stuff, and that's kind of where I'm going. But if the way they're building up these defenses in the AFC West to combat, like, these mobile quarterbacks and everything, it's going to benefit the quick-release quarterback. You know what I mean? So Derek Carr may end up benefiting a little bit more if they give him protection. He can do, like, that quick-release. I mean, you, you're you coming off uh, his our coach, you know, was Tom Brady's coach all the years. He can definitely teach him on all that little stuff and hopefully get some of those plays up in there. And that's how you combat like that heavy type of rush. If you can get the ball off quicker, then it don't it don't really matter. You know what I mean? But the people who hey let Russ cook, keep letting him cook back there. He's gonna get hit. <laughs> Be out a lot more than a couple plays. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have one more, we have one more thing that happened in the NFL world, and uh everybody's kind of waiting to see what happened with that uh completely. Uh Deshaun Watson. Uh, he got cleared of all his criminal charges uh, uh, on that. Well, nothing came of it. So he, they, no criminal Quiet. charges going to be brought Quietly, up. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, because he still got the, uh, I mean, what's what's the other court? You know, the civil court, you know. They still got those cases pending, and he could still kind of lose out some money on that. But no criminal charges will be faced. So does the NFL uh, still do anything to suspend him? Who knows? And then... Uh, what team does he go for now? Now he's wide open they for teams actually kind of trade for for less. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so where does he go? I, I I know some rumors out there that he may go to Carolina. I'm hoping that's the spot. And then you you would think now Seattle got all these picks. What what they end up getting, man? What does Seattle end up getting from Russ, man? We 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 didn't must talk about that. Uh, for Russ, man, Russell went to the Broncos. They received Russell Wilson in a fourth rounder. Seahawks got two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. They were just going off on that. So uh, <laughs> Seattle got a lot of capital is what I'm trying to say. They could throw everything at Houston and say, hey, you can have all these draft picks. Give us Watson. And Do they you know, go to San Fran? Do they go to San Fran possibly? Garoppolo, but who, who has you know the I mean? capital like right now? I, I would think is that's... Seahawks, they have a lot of picks now that they can kind of just throw down that way. And and if that kind of lines up, I know Deshaun Watson got a no trade clause. So, but if it lines up and he say he wants to go there, 
We forgot one more. Wentz from the Colts Who? to to the Commanders. Yeah, the, the, the was, guy that used to play for my team. Oh, he was, but not the one that won the Super Bowl though. He was on the roster. He has a ring. Oh, okay, okay, so, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. He, he was, was one the of roster. the roster guys. He was a roster guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of them guys that was in the <laughs> locker room and, and helped them to get to the, to where they were. And, you know, Foles, Foles took it from there. Team game. Team game, team game <laughs> except for when you don't win it and you get injured. But that's neither here nor there. He's he's on the commanders, and I feel nothing. I don't yeah. care. I'm not worried. In fact, I'm excited. <laughs> get to get some picks and some bonehead plays. Can't but, wait. Can't wait for him back He went at the for league. a couple of what second rounders, a couple of second rounders. I think they gave up for him. So it, I mean, you know, people keep believing in this guy too, man. Like I think this is his last last chance. This last chance, you right here because he fucked this, up on this oh, one, man. Now, it's now you gotta get me on a tangent again. That shit bothers me. It really bothers me. It really, really. What these bother. bums like Wentz keep uh, keep getting traded getting and keep keeping their big contracts when Winston. Had to play for a million dollars, you know, it, his flaws. But I, I feel like his flaws and this guy's flaws are same vein. Equivalent. In the same vein. <laughs> it's in the same vein. It's in the same vein, except for, you know, <laughs> Winston ain't lose the final game of the season to the, one of the worst teams in the league to not make the playoffs. At least he just went out. He flat out through 40 INTs. He just said, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna Why throw you, you know what I mean? He just total. flat out. It was 30 for 30, man. He he threw 30. <laughs> you had you he like, was on the wrong week. end of the 30 for 30, man. They <laughs> need a whole he need his own doc. Oh man. <laughs> but anyway, man. Like, yeah, you you right, man. And then you still got and then I saw a video of uh, your man um Colin Kaepernick still working out. Man, he'll get out of here with I'm that little sorry. high school sorry, tape man. that he threw out there, man. Like, bro, like that's not even <laughs> Come real. Come on, man. Like, get somebody out here and give a full tape. Like he did, like a little drop back. Like, okay, that's five seconds. I'm not, I'm not getting you on my team for five seconds of video. Get out of here, man. Come on, <laughs> still working, still working. It's like, man, look, man. The NFL racist ass don't want you back, and it ain't happening, man. It's time. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't want to tell a person to give up on their dreams, but read the tea leaves, man. Read the tea leaves. You ain't coming back. You ain't coming back to the league. I hate to be an asshole about it, but, you know, it is what it is. It's reality done set in. You know what I, I mean? mean, I mean your, your, your name is written in the books. You started something. Uh, you're seeing the results of it on both sides now. Like, I mean, with the end racism and, and the moves there that NFL is starting to make, even like, uh, you know, on the rules for the drugs and all this other stuff. And uh, they're, they're looking a little bit more into these things. And, and you know, just being more, uh, they're, they're getting better. They're getting better. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're getting better at these things. Still not great. Still a horrible situation overall. But, I mean, it's yeah, that, that's you, Colin. That was, that was you, Colin. You you achieved that. That's that's what you were in the books for. I don't think they're gonna let you up in there getting the books on the uh, any any Super Bowl wins or uh <laughs> or actually, you know, getting back in this league and adding to your stats. That's done. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, nice to see him still practicing and, and hoping for a shot, but I think it's I think it's a dub. Dub for that, man. So yeah, went to the commanders, Russell to the Broncos. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know what it's gonna be, here. man. So got Mr. Glass. Pot of blue back, and then you got a whole, <laughs> whole uh, you know, everybody matching their, their true personalities, I guess. You got Pot of blue Mac over here that nobody gonna be scared of, you know. He, he was a threat, not, not anymore. And then uh, 
we Raiders fans have been telling y'all for years how uh, Mari Cooper is. Now the colors are just matching him as shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we at minute 33, 34. It is March 13th. I will be back here about October time frame, y'all, when Mac and Bosa is making cars life a living hell and Perez <laughs> is copping the plea. How about that powder blue mat line? Because I know he, I know he worried. This is a, this is his defense mechanism. This is a defense mechanism. But I, nah, I get it. I not get at it. all. Not at all. I get it. All right, man. All right. So uh, I know we don't have this on the list, yes, but man. um, we do. <laughs> we do have two things uh, in the NBA. I wanted to bring up, man. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, man. They came. They came in and uh, whooped up on the fucking seventy sixers. Mm. Um. With Harden? You know, Kyrie was locked in. Harden was virtually huh. just flustered the whole game. Huh. Kyrie played D. Harden not showing up wild, in the big man. games. Go, go figure. Hey man. I don't know. I don't know what like like I told people, man, like that's the only thing that everybody waiting on. I don't care all the scoring titles. Just, you know, being a, a trendsetter in terms of the game, the step backs and just cooking, you know, when he's ahead and doing his thing. It's the one of the best shows on earth to watch as far as a basketball aficionado like myself, right? But when he's tested, this is what you get. And this is why I could never take that man seriously. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just... And then the very that same night, and I want to see how you feel about it, the same night, he out in the club, kicking it. Y'all just got your asses drugged by 30. Why? Who's on his team? I ain't saying you can't live a life. Live a life, man. Go out, enjoy yourself, blow off some steam. Come, you live to see another day. As long as he show up on time to work, put into practice and all that. But this can't help. This can't help with that footage getting out of him just partying and, you know, and there was rumblings about that in Houston and, and every other stop he's had as far as just the nightlife and him being like Shaq, working his way into season shape. You know what I mean? And really enjoying the offseason. So, yeah, I, I mean, he got about you know, one or two more times to do that because you know Joel Embiid, he said he speak with on his what's on his mind. You know what I mean? So you can't keep doing that, man. But the East, so the East is going. If you want to know man. how I feel about that, man, like, uh, man, it's just that's just one of those things, man. Like people, they can get by off their talent. The dude is, he's he's crazy talented. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how he's been doing. But is he going to be one of those greats? Is he going to be one of those that's going to be like truly like remembered as truly changed up the game? Eh, like it, it, this where it comes in and you see that mentality that uh, KD had, you know, when he said he's locked in football, basketball is everything to him. You know what I mean? Uh, the other guy don't have that. And that's why he ain't got the rings to match. You know what I mean? He He's he's good on just getting by with, with his talent and what, what he can do. He's not... Focus on he already got the money. He wants the fame and do do live in both type of worlds. You know what I mean? He can't separate and just lock in and be that, be that guy. You know what I mean? Go chase those things. And also, I think I and, and that's kind of how I, I see him. I mean, he's gonna keep doing this. This is what you're gonna get. And he ain't never gonna get the chips to kind of match to up to his his potential. You know what I mean? Or or you know that that's gonna solidify him. And everybody minds that's one of the the greats, you know? And that's that's just kind of how you got to be. I mean, the, the people that we talk about in that lane are the people who, you know, was talented at a young age, probably went out and did all the little partying and something. But at a certain point, as you get older, you kind of 
trail off and lock in and try to set yourself up, you know, what type of legacy you're going to leave, what type of example you're going to be for your kids or a role model and stuff like this. He just ain't got that in him whatsoever. You know what I mean? So uh, on, on that side, which that's him. That's his life. He's comfortable doing, doing this stuff. But just as a team, as an owner of a team, you got to know what you're getting. I mean, it's, it's written everywhere. When y'all having that conversation with him, you got to dig in and ask him, like, are you truly locked in? If we say we need you here for a full year, you know, locked in doing this and out of this other thing because we're chasing a championship, are you that dedicated? If he says no. <laughs> he yeah. says no. Action, actions is everything. Actions is everything, man. So look forward to a tough battle because these teams may see each other. You know, they may see each other depending on how the Nets finish. If they don't go into this playing game, you know, I, I think that they probably get seven, six, best at best with the amount of games that they have left and you know Ben Simmons hasn't even returned so if they can lock in like this and play the way they played and they have a better team overall like so they gave up a lot to get to get James Harden so he has to be the James Harden that has had some relative playoff success I'm not gonna act like he hasn't had any playoff success but it's it's the big games that people remember him for not showing up so can he be the one that overcomes the shortcomings that they gave up, the Seth Curry's, the uh, Andre Drummond's, and just pretty much the depth. Can he be that guy? And that's really, really all it's about, man. And and Brooklyn, they're coming. Giannis and them boys, they're coming. You got Chicago, who to me is on the lower tier because of all of the the teams that are in the playoffs as far as the East, the top four, and then the top four in the West. Like I don't think they've even won a game against them since December. Crazy stat. Crazy stat, the Bulls. So, you know, it, it's a lot going on in the East, man. And I think a lot of them first-round matchups, bro, we we going to be locked in for at least six to seven games in most of these series because just injuries and stuff like that, which helps us out. But, you know, we get right to the shits when the playoffs start, so I can't wait. Uh, and, and out West, man. Oh, Brian, out West, Brian, Golden State. Brian playing light side, man. He he ready for this play-in tournament, ain't he? It's kind of funny, huh? <laughs> it's kind of early, man. Don't 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 uh, blow your wad quite this quick. But it, it's sad. It's it's nice to see at damn nineteen years in for him to still be able to go out there and get fifty and to be excited for dropping it on the Washington Wizards. Like <laughs> you know, I, you know, I can't snooze at I can't snooze at a fifty, right? I really I really can't snooze at a fifty. But again, man, like the way he's getting it. And, and it's still not being... He's not blowing these teams out. The Lakers are not blowing these teams out. They're barely winning these games when he gets 50. So it's hard for me to really enjoy it because I see what's going to happen down the line and how this time on Lakers may be wasted. And this wasn't supposed to be the wasted years. This was supposed to be the years where the Lakers were supposed to be up and in the runnings for a championship. And right now, you got Russ who has totally lost his confidence and you can't rely on AD or AKA Mr. Glass to really <laughs> hold up. You know what I mean? Like in the, 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 the love that he gets for being a top five, top 10 player and top 75 list. Like it is insane because if it wasn't for that one championship, is he really a top 75 guy? You know what I'm saying? That one bubble championship. I just don't see, I just don't see it in the Lakers this year. It just doesn't point to them figuring it out. This isn't one of them LeBron years where he just figures it out. Um, given, given they get into the play in and, you know, play some of one of them top seeds, like he gets <laughs> against Phoenix or go. They State. had to go against Phoenix. Tough Book time. About the, 
Yeah. And then that'll be right at the time his... that uh uh old boy coming back too, right? AD? No, 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 no. Oh, Chris Paul. Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah. CP3. Yeah, oh. yeah, it'll be right around the time, right, 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 like a week or two before the playoffs start. So who knows, man? So more more to come on that. We'll definitely d- deep dive the NBA the closer it gets to some of these, these um playoff seedings being locked up and and we start to settle into the latter half of this uh, final stretch run. So with that said, man, that's the end of sports. So thanks for sticking around for that. Prez, the bread and butter's up next, man. We got these albums, um, some some key heavy hitters, man. So uh, where do you want to start, man? We got a bunch bunch of albums. You want to start, start with the one that everybody's talking about or you want to slow roll them into, you know? Uh, let's, let's slow roll it into that. So, I mean... But all these albums, I think we got a lot to stay say on. So uh, wherever you want to start, man, do you want to just mention like the the singles that came out that you was kind of listening to? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll really mention because I really didn't do singles this week. I just really did like albums that uh, I thought were dope. So here, here's a few. I'm not gonna go too too much into them, but uh, Jamar Johnson, T the Truth, they. Andre, uh, the big three. Um, I, like I told the man, I, I think I posted it on their um, page, but I don't like the team that they're talking about. These guys are from uh, Boston, and but um, Jamar did his thing with the production and the MCs. You know, he MCs as well. Um, but yeah, everybody on this project did their thing. So definitely would like to have them cats on at some point or another. So that is called the big three. Check that out. Uh, Fly Anakin uh, project is called Frank. Frank, first time listening to Fly Anakin. It was just off of a mere mention uh somebody on Twitter. So I fit him in and yo, it, this is a pretty good listen. I think Prez, this would be right up your alley, alley when you listen to it. And then uh, on an RB tip, you know, um Lucky Day, Candy Drip, um, amazing project. Amazing project. I can deep dive that. I may do something, you know, for the Patreon folks on on, on that album and just sit back and chop it up and listen to that album. But uh Fire, fire project, man. So those are just some of the joints that I listened to on the side, outside of all of the music that dropped this, this past week. Oh, yeah, man. I meant, damn, he snuck one out. Takis. I mean, Takis uh, <laughs> dropped some Tyrone's Revenge. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, shout out yeah, to Takis, man. man. That's how he moved, man. It's sneaky a, drops, sneaky drops. It's a smooth single, like ride music, uh, man. Yeah, it's a little bit different than what he... What he been coming up with, so yeah, check it out, man. I, I would definitely say, yeah, that, that I, I like it. It's just a smooth little song, man. So yeah, yeah, I know I've been seeing Ronnie do good, and, and I think that's a little, little bit of Keenan Rush like in the studio. So I see, you know, they, those guys all work in the similar, um, same circle. So it looks like they're gearing up for some some summertime, springtime releases. So it's, it's good to see them guys active and doing their thing. So shout shout out to them, man. Shout out to them for real. Um, anything you've been listening to outside of just the norm or, or what we gonna cover today? I listen at that Mooski, uh, no, Trap Star, that you know that song. So, uh, yeah, that that was that was a good look. I mean, it was his. I think it was an introductory album. Uh, most of his songs sounded the same though, but I mean, for what that worth, man, I did like a couple of the songs on that Soul Bleed, Track Star, and Dream Girl, and I think they were like back to back, but. All the rest of it. I, I don't know how he's going to get to where he can kind of differentiate his uh, songs. I don't know if they kept asking him for that same type of hit or if that's the melody that the only melody that he can hit. But he kind of kind of 
add some versatility up in there in his songs, and uh, that's what I'm going to kind of look for going forward with him. But initially, you know, a couple songs on there I can kind of pull a lot, and uh, I like that little three-love song run that he had on there, so definitely check that out, Mooski. Uh, what is it? Melodic Therapy for the Broken. Okay. Well, what led you to to this guy? I just seen that it was I, <laughs> I just downloaded. Oh, okay. It. it was it was up in there. And then it what? He from Bama too? Come on now. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying what led you to you know, I never heard I I heard of the song, but just like I never you know how certain songs be big and you know it, but like you never pay attention, you never go into that artist catalog. So that's how it was for me. So I didn't like know outside of that, like, did you keep following other stuff? He dropped, and then it was in your queue. Um, it was on so the list of uh, songs that, uh, albums that dropped this week. So I was just like going through it and I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. And then, you know, check it out. So that's, that's all yeah. that was. So it's one of those stumble, like, I, I don't know, wasn't nothing I was tracking on my radar or I had written down. It was just one of those, like, hey, it's just, this came up in the mix too. So I check it out. Did you get to that Ace Hood joint yet? No. Did you? Okay. Nah, I keep every time I started listening to it, but it just got busy and something something happened. So, I, but for three, four songs, I was like, "Damn, this guy's still really fucking good, man!" Like, it's just I don't know. I've never been the biggest Ace Hood fan, so you know what I mean. Like, so it's like, all right, I'll get to it when there's a lull, but I don't think there's gonna be a lull at this point no, in the year. Like, it don't it's just, seem like it. it don't seem it don't like seem it. like it, man. Man, I really so, like. I, I still like that Kodak Black, and I want to go back to a, like a lot of the songs on that, man. So. Uh, if I do get a low, I know what I'm. I got my list of albums that I'm going back to. And, yeah. Uh, hey man, don't don't cheat yourself. Cheat yourself, man. You ain't got, you know <laughs> you ain't got to fall like unless it like that's how I'm treating it, man. Like with all these albums that's dropping, like if it blows me away, then it automatically comes into my daily instant rotation. And if you know we cover this stuff for the cover, this for the pod, and we'll do our mid year wrap up, annual wrap up, but it's only a few that's going to cut through and it ain't going to be all these new people that we trying out. You know, unless they just make something phenomenal and it, it is what it is, man. So, but yeah, man, that, let's go off track for a little bit. Okay. So, we got a, we got a diverse palette here. We got Lil Dirt, Elzai, Slaughterhouse, Benny the Butcher, like, that's, that's all over the place, man. Like, how do you, you in Florida right now. I'm in cold as well, it's not that cold in Germany, but the weather's starting to break. You know what I mean? What's, what's not cold out. for you? I believe what's not cold for you is definitely cold for everybody else. Your body just got acclimated to that weather. About 55, but that's that's 55. I'm, going 55. I'm going on I'm going on the Go ahead, keep going. Where you going? <laughs> it's about 55 out here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, light sweater weather. You know what I mean? That, that's what the best you can get in uh mid-March, you know, around here in Germany. But uh, you know, you got Gloomy weather for the most part and then all that, you know. So I'm riding around. I'm still listening to Benny the Butchers, the lyrical guys. But when, when the weather open up a little bit, man, I like to let my hair down, the hair that I don't have. And I like to hear Dirks or or the Kodaks. I like to hear stuff with a little bit more trappy or sound. Two chains. And you just know, something you know, more yeah. up-tempo. Yeah, those that's type of music, right? That, I mean, because that's, that's the vibe that you get, that summertime vibe. You want something that you can kind of like... uh you know, do that. I mean, for the ride down, if you're like going for a two, three hour drive, you may get that Benny played up in the mix on the way down there. But the minute you hit that beach, it ain't the song that you're kind of playing. You know what I mean? Like, 
So yeah, I, 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 if that's what you insinuate, and then like when you come out and that 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 sun automatically hits you, and you just riding for real quick, you want something that's like you know feeling that summertime type vibe as well. So yeah, I, that's kind of where I get. Not I like those little dirks. Uh, I like uh, the the Kodaks, uh, uh, two chains. You know that that trappy type vibe, like because that's what the weather kind of dictates with your kind of mood and everything that's gonna go like. When I'm at home just sitting, I can listen at this. When I'm sitting at the work, I can listen at all those, uh, the, the lyrical, you know what I mean? The more lyrical. And then when I'm in that steady, focused type drive, ride, I can I can listen and I can hear out all these little things. But other times I want something that's going to get me, you know, just energized. So as a as an elder statesman in the hip hop, as far as from a listener standpoint and just lover of the culture, do you feel like a lot of old heads box themselves in yes. to a certain type of <laughs> yes, catch. certain type of hundred <laughs> percent? Like they can sit there and they can sit there and they can look at that. I'm gonna bring up that Kanye documentary and how we looking back at back with like our uh, our eyes and saying like how they miss out on this that new sound that 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 was coming up that that was so fresh. It's because they were like you are right now. They like. This is the music I like, and this is what I want to kind of hear. And they kind of box themselves out, like, on even opening up to anything like that. Just keep an open ear. If the music jams, it jams. You know what I mean? Just roll with it, you know? Don't, don't be afraid to get outside of your box. Or if you're going to talk to somebody and say, mm, I'm kind of really feeling this right here. It's you. It's your opinion. Nobody, nobody going to get upset. Like, they probably going to say, nah, I'm not liking it. Okay, go back in your car and listen to what you're going to listen to. And on my ride home... I don't continue listening to what the fuck I want to listen to. <laughs> yep. And that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, just if, whether you listen to music, uh, whether you make music or whatever the case may be, sometimes you may make a certain type of music, but listen to other type of music. Like, it could be, you may enjoy R&B more, but you rap, right? Or you may rap about, like, you may be very lyrical driven, but you do like the Dirks. You do like the King Bonds. You you know what I mean? You like the 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 Kodak Blacks, Twenty One Savages. Like I enjoy, I enjoy it. Like I, I hate that. Like some people feel they don't need, they won't even give them cats the shine. They, they ruining, but they listen to, they destroying it. I'm like, it's a mixture. You you can have it all. You can have it all. You yeah, man. Like this, like you said, it's the mood music, man. Like it's whatever mood you in. Like, come on, y'all, y'all really. And I, I hate, I love the Elza. Love the slaughterhouse, but y'all really lift into that? Like y'all really like riding around, vibing to that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they're good projects for what they are, um, in the proper setting and proper context. But when I'm moving around and I'm shaking and I'm I'm doing different things, I'm I'm at the bar, sipping outside, watching at the lake, you know what I mean? Music blasting. These joints ain't coming on. You know, and that's not setting no type of vibe or no type of tone. I want to be on. So this is why. And then also, man, I think, you know, you being from the South, I'm pretty sure everybody can notice that by your Southern twang and shit. <laughs> but you got a, I mean, you got a different appreciation for for music. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're more lyrical driven in what you like at the core. But don't, for a second, and this, this is just me saying, I don't for a second believe that you've left the South. You know yeah. what I mean? As far as shit that you enjoy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Still I don't think for a second. <laughs> that's 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 how it is. So, yeah, man. I like yeah. When you mention stuff like that, and people just like they only must lend an ear to it. It's just like, well, your loss. I mean, I, okay. If that's what you want all the time, then hey, you can 
they make it very accessible these days for you to just lock in and just stay in your lane. But I, I, I how, how should I say, my opinion or high value your opinion on music kind of shifts a little bit then because you only like one type well of music. It. So if I know yeah. you may give me high accolades for an album in that lane that I may think is just average. You know what I mean? Because I'm like I, I feel like this album came out this at this month that was higher than this. But you only boxing in on this one genre, so this was the best album. Like, eh, not really. Uh, <laughs> or or if cats or if cats that don't really listen to me, you did. In our in our age, most of, most of the cats that if they love hip hop, they love it, and you know you know them. Uh, but there's also cats that used to love hip hop that just don't put the time in to listen to newer artists. So when a Slaughterhouse project drops, they're like, yo, you heard that new Slaughterhouse? They come out the woodworks and we're like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> no, but this, this drop, you know what I mean? Like this drop, this drop, this drop. Oh, oh, this, this drop, this album drop, blah, 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 blah. And you're like kind of talking about a diff- lot of different albums um, that sound better. I'm just giving, before we get into the, the breakdowns of them, I'm not saying that the Slaughterhouse album is bad. I'm just saying, for comparison's sake, like me and Press go through this all the time with people who just, they may not know we do a podcast. They may not know we listen to music this in depth or break it down. It's, it's kind of hard for me when I know that you don't really listen to music to have conversation with you because if you're not well-rounded in other genres outside of hip hop, that's another thing. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other thing in, in its own to where you don't give other sounds, you know, a just, chance. just the chance. A chance. So, yeah. Yeah. so I go, you know, Take your opinion with a grain of salt. And that's why I'm really arguing on Twitter already. Say, oh, you crazy. You don't like this song or you don't like this album. Don't really care what you what you think. I'm just giving you what I think. If you agree, we can we can talk. If you don't agree, then I would like, you know, let's let's get together. Let's talk about it on the pod. Let's talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like to talk about this shit. I don't like to go back and forth with match wits with people I don't even fucking know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That just ain't what I do, but. This is why we created the platform. If you in, if you rock with our opinions, great. If you don't, so be it. Just know we're going to listen to this new age shit and we're going to listen to the lyric shit and we're going to make it do what it do. It's going to melt together. With that said, which album? Dirt? Should we no, start no, with no. Dirt? No, 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 no. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's go second with Dirt. I want to, since we started off and you already mentioned the Slaughterhouse, let's go on and get into that. I mean, because that's kind of how we left off last week was mentioning all the uh, the thing, the turmoil that was kind of going in. People love a controversy yeah. or something like this, you know, controversy sales. So, hey, uh, they came out with those initial singles, Vacancy and everything. You knew what the title of the album was going to be, Rise and Fall, the Slaughterhouse. And... Uh, you knew you knew there, you knew there was both very good lyricists. You knew that you was gonna get this, and they they're telling the story at the same time. And uh, you had the other two other two half of it who didn't who felt a certain type of way that they was releasing all this stuff and coming out to it. But they feel like they're they're artists. They release uh their other music, all the other pain and suffering that they go through in life. They release that on track, so they can release this on track as well, right? So with that said, uh, I think this you know was. Skirting the line of a hip hop and R and B type of album, you saying, "Huh, R and B? Like how are you talking about these guys lyrical? And you talking about R and B? I'm talking about the whole album was focused on the breakup. So 
<laughs> that portion kind of just like, uh, man, that I, I, I like the, some of the content of it. Uh, I like other songs a lot better. I, I like Flood Waters and Brothers Keepers too. Like those was uh, the the standout songs for me on here, along with their singles and everything else come on here. Everything on the album was kind of dope, but I mean, like those was the ones that like just truly, truly stood out to me. And it's telling a one-sided story. It's a breakup, man. Like, uh, so they they haven't they split. Joy them got their opinions. They got their opinion. I mean, I, I liken it to it like uh, the January six people versus the Black Lives Matter. A whole of them mad at the government, but for for two totally fucking different reasons, right? And you can try to figure out which one is right. Uh, one's a vote, one's a choke. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you're you're not gonna get them on the same page, or or but you can hear them out. You can hear out there little complaints, you know what I mean? Uh, is it stocks or is it the cops, you know? Like, that's kind of how they was like... So they in two different worlds. That's kind of how I see it. Like, when they was on that uh, uh, that live, you can see one one like, yep. we can get past the business, and the other one like, no, we can't get past the business, you know what I mean? So they was on two different sides, and it don't look like they're going to come together and fight the one coming goal or 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 get an album out there. That's, that's, that's long and dead, so... At least hearing this one side on here, I thought it was a pretty good album on that. But I want this to be it and dead on this topic for Crooked and uh, Joel. Like, y'all did it. It's released. I understand this whole little relationship type, uh, breakup type album. That's good. I want to hear new music and on a different topic next time. I, I appreciate this right here and what y'all did. Like, but I liked it hard. I liked it uh, house slippers. Like, you know, like all their other music that they didn't came out with too. I like those as well. You can lightly mention this this thing, but it didn't need to be a whole focus album. Like I think it needs, like they came out with it. They did it. I appreciate it. Next album, come on, man, give me something a little bit different. Show highlight highlight your skills a little in a in a in another way. Will you return to it? Uh, those songs, Flood Waters, Brothers Keepers too, and I don't know, like. It's cool hearing Vacancy and you hear about all the things, but it's not like a favorite track. Uh, the backstage, once again, like those tell a story. And uh, it's like it's like those movies that you see. And once you see the ending, it kind of just tells the whole movie. So you don't kind of go back to them, but you admit it was a great movie, right? Uh, Book of Eli. One of those. Once you know the ending... <laughs> you go back and watch it again. It's like, oh, okay, I see this, see this. Like, it, it's it's not the same as when you first watch it and you didn't. You, it was a little bit of a mystery at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, to me, this this rise and fall of slaughterhouse was something I didn't want to see. Um, again, like you called me out about it, but the more and more I thought about it, yeah, this is an album I didn't want, didn't ask for as a fan of uh, slaughterhouse. Long gone, long forgotten about. I enjoyed their run for what it was, but I wasn't clamoring for this project. However, you give me new King Crooked, new Joel Ortiz, I'm there. Because like you said, other projects that they worked on separately and together, like Hard and House Slippers and and other um, solo projects that King Crooked has dropped, I've enjoyed those projects at different times when they've dropped them. And we've mentioned them in text messages and, and get with each other and say, hey, such and such drop something on um, Royce as well. So we, we, we in tune with the guys individually and we like them for what they do individually with their pen. Their pen cannot be questioned. and cannot be matched. But as I went through this entire project, I'm like, yo, this shit is 45 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And I know these dudes can really, really rap and I know they're wordy and whatever the case may be, but 
to your point, Prez, for it to be 45 minutes, 47 minutes, I believe, and then to have um, all of these, the breakup was too, it was too long, you know what I mean? And then for some of the songs that wasn't particularly about the breakup, you know what I mean? was just about like maybe loosely based on it, but they didn't really dive too deep into it. Floodwaters. Some of it was the beat selection, you know what I mean? So when you get into that too, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they got to be fire, but in my mind, I'm like mentally, I can't, I can't listen to this for that long of a time. And that's ultimately where, where it kind of, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm going back to it. I do have songs that I liked off, off of it. Coasting, Sorry, Brothers Keeper 2, and uh, Still In My Feelings. So like that beat transition and Crooks verse on um, Still In My Feelings was, was dope. But again, like you said, besides Vacancy and Backstage, those two, you know, and there's some other joints on there. Like they got some good production on here, but I just feel like the subject matter I'm not here for it. I'm at the point in my life where I don't, <laughs> I love rap beef. I like rap beef, but I can't do it for 48 minutes <laughs> of a whole project. And then that's really where it ended up for me. It was just, this is too long on one subject. And I don't think the, it was a uh, anticlimactic man, you know, for me, you know what I mean? I, I went into it expecting a certain thing, but they delivered on the lyrics, but something's missing. Some, something is missing and and you felt it. You felt the missing piece. You know what that was? What? Royce and Joe. Yeah. Man, I, I just hope they don't. That's what it was. I hope they don't respond in turn with their own full album on the same subject. Like, do a song. Yeah. Y'all can go back and forth on a couple of songs, but I don't want a whole album. Yeah, I saw Royce was on, Um, I think, the next episode of, uh, or one of the Patreon episodes for Joe Bud's podcast. So I'll let you know how that is. I, I don't have his Patreon, um, but I'm pretty sure they'll drop it because they just posted a picture of it. So hopefully they're not on the, the, the couch talking about it and podcasting about it. It's like, cause at a certain point, then I'm going to say what Crookman saying the whole album rap about it. Mm-hmm. Got rappers, right? You know what I'm saying? And this is like the third, second, third time that Royce, been in some shit where he ain't rap about it. Oh, so. man, come on. We're going to get the Lupe versus uh, Royce? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, if, if that's what we doing, but if it doesn't, you know, he said something about his brand and all this thing, and it doesn't make sense, and I and I get it. I get it, but you got to walk a fine line, too, because if you Check still going to talk about it, and <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to talk about who check boxes and who doesn't, then, you know, it's probably not best, but, you know, Overall, um, good project. Couldn't could have done with it being maybe thirty minutes, maybe thirty minutes at the most. Or with just vacancy, couple songs on the a album. Part of that thirty, minutes. making it be a couple songs on the album where they spoke on it, but the Eight. rest of the album kind of gave people exactly something they can open up. Because I feel like if people go to this, they don't really grasp what they're gonna get on a Crooked or a Joel project alone. You know, they think it's going to be always about this. If this is the first time they they hearing it or this is the first project mm-hmm. they they lock into, man, they, they 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 got so much more, you know what I mean, to offer, you know, the way they can structure a song or put it together, you know, tell a story, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. I just felt like a little, still, bit, a little bit of that I more needs to be highlighted on the album. Yeah. Yeah, I still listen to, uh, I think the song is called 
Bad Santa by Joel Ortiz. That's one of the songs I used to revisit a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's like a personal joint because, you know, at the time, wasn't seeing my kid a lot. You know, so they have joints that hit, you know, right in your soul. And he was talking about, you know, is his kid, is he just like the Santa that his kid receives gifts from? And then once that's over and done, he goes back to being shunned. You know, like, so they got joints to where they really be rapping about shit. So y'all go check out their solo catalogs. I'm glad they got this off their chest. Don't ever want to hear about it no more. Don't ever want to hear a hip-hop breakup album ever again. Like, this is my one and done. Thought I like hip-hop rap beef or or, ga- or guys getting off their emotions, but this is 48 minutes too long of emotions, man. I, good good rapping. Elite rapping. Yeah. Like, they said a lot of cold lines. Yeah. A lot of cold lines in here, but that wasn't enough for me this time around. Okay. Good project. Good project. Decent. Not for me. Decent. I mean, I would, I would say... Out of five, yeah, a three, two and a half, two and a half. You know what I mean? It was, it was decent. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with the rap and nothing wrong with the structure technically and all that good stuff. Like these guys are elite lyricists. It's just, just not where I was, man. Not what I wanted to hear, bro. Okay. All right, next one, Lil Dirt. Uh, okay. All right. Seven. Let's, let's get to it, man. Seven two two zero. Oh. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, man. I, I didn't know this was gonna drop. This was another one that's like like that Mooski. Like I just put it out there and I was just well, what came out this week? Oh, okay. Yeah, let me, let me put that. And uh I made it my second listen. Uh, right after the Benny, you know, and uh put me in a different mood. Come on. Put me in a different Put me in a different mood, man. I was really, I was really feeling it, man. Like uh I, like it came out, man. Like uh so you had uh Federal Nightmares, Differences, Ah Aha, Shout Out at my uh Shootout at My Crib, No Interviews, What Happened to Virgil. Like those were some of the like standout songs I like, but the most standout songs for me, man. Uh, you know, I like my Go go in a little bit of country sometimes. And I like my little country and hip hop. Like I, I like when they come in and kind of mix, and especially don't, like when you don't on, ask don't. for it and you don't you don't expect it. You know what I mean? But then they dabble in another different lane, and they they do pretty damn good on it. You know? So Dirk had two songs on here that kind of surprised me. It was like halfway through the album, he had one song called "Grow Up" and keep it keep it on the speaker. And it was like one of those, you know, how they do those half songs sometimes, right? It was start off this way and then they have a like hard stop and then add the, the other piece on there. Well, on that keep it keep it on the speaker portion, he was like having like a little country twang with it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, this is very country. Like, man, like in uh, if he had like a country, I was thinking at that time, if he had like a little country singer that could come in, like give him like a little hook for this, man, it'd be perfect. Lo and behold, get all the way down to the bottom of this album. This man got Morgan Wallen on it, and, and they go into a full country type song that, that has crossover appeal that can get this man more money, man. So, like, I, I was loving that portion, man. And it's a great Dirt song. Dirt don't get his old Old Town Road <laughs> ass out of here. <laughs> knock it off. It was a great it's song, man. Off. I was playing that Broadway girl, bro. Like, yeah, that was that was it for me, man. I, I, oh, I, I really like that song, man, so. I'm not mad at Dirk. He, he trying to get to the Nelly bag. Yeah. He trying to he trying to be out of here. He trying to get out of here. He said, "Fuck that." Fuck. But fuck but the hood, like man. Nah, nah, come on. <laughs> he did it well though. He he did like it's it's a good it's a good song, man. I, I like it. Uh, good look, good mix. Not something I thought I was gonna get on this album or even you know had. 
had I didn't even know he had an hey. inkling to get into that 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 genre. You know what I mean? But like, you know where I picture you listening to this to that song where? on your tractor. On your big plot of land somewhere <laughs> with a little straw, some little straw, a little cigarette hanging out your mouth, and, and I, 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 your little bowl speaker in your tractor, and I, that's where I'm you, you listening to. Let me shit. get my Rick Ross on. Let me get my Rick Ross on, and I'm listening to this right now. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, hey, y'all, y'all wanna move. A lot of people moving away from New York to come down this way. That's This is what you need to do adapt the culture a little bit, yeah, get man. a little bit of these songs hey, in man. life. <laughs> real estate, real estate, crazy, man. Yeah, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so what else? What else you like yeah, about man, it? No, man? no, no, no. It was it was just a great project, man. Surprise, like I like I said, I, I wasn't expecting it. I mean, uh, had this couple albums last year: "The Voice and the Hero" with uh, Lil Baby. Uh, what was the other album that he came out with? But I, I thought that was very well as well. Uh, uh, was "The Voice" right? That was the name of it, right? No, that was a couple yeah, yeah. years ago. He had another one up in there. What was the name of that album? I don't he, know. Right dropped, now, he's dropped a lot. Yeah, but um, I'll look him up while you. Keep okay, talking. yeah, yeah. Uh, but so far, man, I'm becoming a little dirt, a big little dirt fan, man. Everything that he done dropped, I done, I done kind of like since since the voice. You know what I mean? Like, uh, his subject matter. You know, he shit. touched on some some of those little, uh, you know, the street stuff that he got going on, man. And then he also kind of just ventures out and does things like this on that on that country, and then like. Attracts new listeners, man. Well, here's like his he's run. taking it serious. Here's his run the last couple of years on stuff that like I even still remember. I'm not the biggest Dirk fan, but I just remember listening to him. So Sign to the Streets, Love Songs for the Streets, just because y'all waited, the voice. Um, and then you got the voice of the heroes with Lil Baby, and now you have his latest offering, you know, 7220 or whatever. So I think I really started to tap in with the voice, to be honest with you. And uh, the voice of the heroes with Lil Baby because we know we're, we're little, little Baby stands over here. Secrets out. Sorry, we not hip-hop enough. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's when I started tapping into Dirt. Um, and then really, you know, from here, man, I was like, you know, because in the group chat, I was like, yo, I really don't do Dirt music. I got to listen, but I don't know if I revisit as much. You know what I'm saying? And y'all was like, yeah, I got you got to listen to Dirt. And I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to listen. But he doesn't have a signature project for me to where I can talk about. Y'all know I don't care about how people feel about how I like 21 Savage. Y'all know what albums I like. I talk about 21 Savage all the time when he dropped. I can't get enough of it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, or, you know, other people that y'all know that you're like, cash, really. You know what I mean? But those are guys I like because they made something that I actually rock with. So this 7220, I go into it not expecting anything, but. I said, I'm going to give all these albums this weekend. I've been slacking on my album listening. I got to step my game up. So I said, you know what? Let me block out these hours on Sunday. I ain't doing anything. I'm not watching TV. I'm not bullshitting. I'm going to just put the headphones on and just lose myself in the music. The beats are banging. Um, He sounds like he's grown a lot more. Um, And I I would say song making. Lyrics. He's saying shit that resonate with the youth nowadays. And then you forget this motherfucker been doing it damn near 12, 10, 12 years or something like that. Like close to, you know, from the time from the little dingy Chirac videos all the way up until now. Like he's been doing this shit for a long time. So then I kind of get into it and I'm like, oh shit, this Gunner song. I don't really like Gunner too much. Oh, I, I like haven't that listened song. to a full project for him. 
Um, so I, I actually liked that one. Um, what happened to Virgil? You said you, yeah, you liked yeah, that song. I, I, I you mentioned that one, it. Yeah, I, I really liked that one. Yeah, so when I mean, you can make me like somebody I really don't like, as far as just the, the production, and everything carries it. So that's one. Um, keep it on the speaker. Grow up joint. That mashup. Barbarian was another one for me. Uh, Federal nightmares. Like you mentioned that aha. So we like some of the same songs on here, and like them joints is catchy. And those are just the ones that stuck out. So, come on, that's that's five right there. And then, of course, last but not least, man, you know I could I could put myself back in that that time frame when I was on. Please don't put me on that block list. <laughs> don't put me on that block list. I'm like, yo, man, these these young dudes are so bold. They 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 just rap about. They say whatever comes to mind, man, and just let let the music come out, and let it flow, man. That's what I like about this young generation is that they don't get to too caught up into overthinking shit. Like, they'll put some shit out like Blocklist and then all of a sudden that shit might go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's catchy as fuck. I enjoy it. And um, yeah, man, this is probably an album that I'm going to throw a lot of these tracks on a random playlist for when my, the upbeat type shit, when I want to hear some upbeat type shit, when I'm just riding around and I want to hear some shit, you know, I want to hear my shit bang. I want, I want the truck to rat, the trunk to rattle. You know what I'm saying? I want all that it sound good. So I, I enjoyed the 7220, man. I didn't playlist, think I was. Man. Definitely going on yeah, the run. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And if you're doing any type of activity, sport-wise, or or just working out, this this a lot of these joints belong on here, man. And then it, it's it's even more songs. I, I could mention more songs that caught my ear, but I just wanted to give y'all just a quick five. But man, yeah, I can't say enough good things about this project. And uh yeah, he's growing, man. And that, that country song. <laughs> He may be out of here if that thing catch on, yeah, man. man. He may be out of here. He may stop making the type of music that uh he's been making. So y'all watch out. Y'all beware. I hope you it know. catch on, man. Friends I hope it catch it. on, man. I liked it, man. It was a nice little, nice little surprise in the album. Like, like I said, I, no way that I thought Dirk was gonna do a country song. Like, no, it, it, one of those nice surprises. Hey. Hey man, he he doing his best Nelly impersonation. I'm not mad at him, man. I'm not mad at him. Old town road ass. I get it. I get <laughs> it, man. Gotta, can't can't ever just let anybody just live and do them, man. You got oh look at this guy over here, old town road over here, Junior. <laughs> he is man. That's that's what it was. But like he merged the trap shit and uh, the country shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's more tra- got a more trappier the drill sound. But I've never heard of that country artist. So is he a black country artist? White no, white. country artist. White. Okay. Yeah. If you would have said black country artist, maybe would have gave gave a little bit more clout. It's <laughs> <laughs> neither here nor there. Neither here. <laughs> All right. Now, if you would have told me he's a black country artist doing that type of shit, I mean, I mean, you know, may have lended the ear. Oh, you know what I mean? There ain't too many of us in that space. It's, it's it's more than you think nowadays. It's more than you think nowadays, man. It's quite a bit. Okay. All right. Quite All right. All right, Prez making his way in the country hop. I feel, I feel you. He been letting, he been telling us slowly, but you know he been throwing it out there, a little country hop every now and then. I think, I think twenty twenty two is the year that you fully come out. Yeah, uh, no man, it ain't gonna be the full thing, but I, I, I can dabble in there from time to time. But it's, it's a nice little mix, man. Uh, uh, then we got Benny, trying to talk four. Okay. It's the, it's the one. It's the one that we've been waiting on. This He's been talking about it forever. Been rapping about it in other, other projects. People been waiting on it. Um, Yeah, man. I, I don't know where. I got a lot to say. I'll, I'll stop. So. 
What? 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 No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really wanted this? You was like, and I start. <laughs> that's that's all. I was like, oh, he got something to say. I'm, I'm, I'm all is, man. Go ahead. Yo, I. This, this is a. Uh, it's a lot of features on here, right? Mm-hmm. And I went back and forth on. Do I want to put my old old hater hat on? And then it got it caught me feeling like. I'll probably say it, it, it caught me from this aspect. Like, remember back in the day, we used to be like, oh, look at all these features. This is bad. Right? You would judge it right out the gate. You know what I'm saying? He can't hold his own. And then, huh? That's what, he can't that's what we say. He can't, he can't do. But that's what we used to say. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that what we used to think. But I don't care about that no more. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've realized listening to this project, I don't care how many features you have no more. I, I don't care about that old narrative. This this ain't there's nothing over overly, you know, um done in terms of just making me feel that way. But I just enjoyed the music. I just listened to it. Oh, this feature's on there. But these are like the normal people besides J. Cole and Diddy on this project. It's the normal people he rock with that he's been on everything else with. You know what I'm saying? So why wouldn't he do it? And he don't get lost in that album at all. So I enjoyed it from that aspect. Number two, I love Pusha T. You know what I go to listen to Pusha T for? Yes. Cold lyrics, coke bars, drug-related shit, and he give me a little bit of a peek on the other side of the ills of it all. I come to Griselda. I come to Benny the Butcher for the same thing. So why would I expect anything different? Man, He this- gave me exactly, exactly what I've been waiting for. Exactly what I've been waiting for. So why would I expect anything? So after listening to it with that lens and coming to that realization, I was like, yo, this shit is tough. Like, it, it really is. Like, you got you got the same shit. Alchemist, to me, I think if there was a, a way that he could ever step up his production, he did a really damn good job. Him and Derringer helm, you know, the most of this project. You know what I mean? So shit, the whole project, back and forth. Just depends on what track track it is, but they did their thing, man. Uh, Doughy's uh, Doughy's Revenge, Tyson versus Ali. Now Tyson versus Ali, I stop right there because I ain't just gonna give you five songs I like because I do really, uh, I really enjoy this album. Tyson versus Ali was, I don't know, I think it was finally the first time that these guys addressed the fans and us pitting them against each other. I mean, Conway just dropped what two, three weeks ago. Is you know what I mean, and that was one. That was an album. He God don't make mistakes. He'd been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, and then three weeks later, Benny drops. People that would like to start shit and talk shit will say something to that fact. Like, damn, you ain't even give your man chance to breathe. But they addressed it, like, and I think they addressed it beautifully. Like, yo, you don't know I'm actually you know backing him and supporting him, him doing other things and working with other people and, and shit like that. So. And then, like, how they addressed it was really dope, man. Like, I really feel like you got two solid bodies of work from this team in the span of a month. And if the first thing you can do, if the first thing you could do is complain about it, then that says a lot about you as a fan. You know what I mean? Like, I know we expect this God-tier level rapping from a lot of our favorites, but when they give you a really good project, it may not be classic right out the gate or what everybody's talking about in terms of just full praise, you know, mainly the praise, but I, I don't find too much wrong with Tanner Talk 4. Like, 
I don't find too much wrong with it outside of 10 more crack commandments. Outside of that, outside of that, I don't find too much wrong with that. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I know y'all see your face. I see your face. I mean, look, I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Big, this is this is the problem, Press. When you do certain classics over again, it, this is why people say it shouldn't be done with certain ones. And this is this is the reason. Diddy comes on with this uh smooth uh, uh love Diddy or whatever, Puff Dad, whatever he calling himself. He said he come in with the smooth shit. It, it was too much. And then the beat was too laid back. It wasn't, it didn't grab your attention right out the gate. What Benny was saying, cool, dope. But wasn't mind blowing either at the same time. So it was just everything just was here. It was just right here. It didn't, it didn't, didn't reach these levels for me. For me personally, and some of the things that he was saying as far as the commandments, left much to be desired. I, they could have kept that one on the cutting room floor. I know he had been talking about 10 more crack commandments for, you know, a few a few projects now. But yeah, man, the hype. For me, for the song, and then when I got the song, yeah, he easily could have could have let that one go. But uh, but that's my that's my Benny take. I got a little bit more to say, but it just really depends on what you got to say. First off, in terms of this project off, and, and what you like, talking about ten more commandments was needed, and the stuff that's out there that that has been going on said for years. You know, now put it out there, and you got this added to the list of the the original uh, ten commandments on there. So, like. Eh, eh, for the newer age and what's going on, like these, these are lessons that need to be out there. So I, I kind of appreciate that little portion, man. And then I, I appreciated like how he added it in on the song. And yeah, Diddy is he's his own person, man. Like you had to get clearance to him, so he probably hey, if you don't want the producer all up in your videos, all on your songs, then Diddy ain't the person to go to. He, he needs to get the beat from Diddy. Guess what? Diddy's gonna be on the song. That's that's just the way it is, man. So. I just bypassed the Diddy portion, man. Focus on what he was actually saying up in there. Uh, the original uh, Ten Commandments was more of a raw type beat, so I appreciated this being more of a raw type beat and just continue. Just what you what you're getting out of that is what he's saying. The message, the message, little portion of it. So I thought that was hidden, and I, I I thought like that was on 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 key on tone with the original. So I, I like it. It was one. The standout little ones on here that I think so. Tyson versus Ali was another one. Back two times with uh Stove Guy Cooks was another one. And then Johnny P. Caddy, man. Like uh <laughs> that's 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 yeah. top uh for me on here, man. And uh yeah. Overall, great album. Like the start to finish. Definitely didn't have that that switch up, that upbeat definitely tone replay, and everything. Right. So it's it's definitely, you know, that that street level music. So you gotta keep it. Know what you're getting into if you're. I'm saying, but it yeah, should be, though, I, right? It's Tanner Talk. That's what the previous Tanner Talk was about. Talk. I knew what I was getting. So uh, I, I, I've been combating a lot of people who's been going against it, saying, like, well, it's more just all this little street stuff. Like, well, first, he named the series that. It's part of that series. You that's knew what the- you was getting. And then I have thrown back in everybody's face. Well, I want to see this same type of vibe when that push will come out. When that push will come out and everybody like, ooh, man, this push. And he's been talking. Uh, push, push going to have, but push, you know, push going to have the production. So like. <laughs> but he's been talking. Push, but, they, but they're saying. Like they're his, rapping on, he's rapping over Derringer and Alchemist. Style and what he's saying. Like they, a lot of people are saying like, oh, he's not really like growing or showing like, uh, you know, a lot of growth on this little thing. So 
Gross. I, I'm just Fuck telling gross. you what the message is and how I've been combating it. So I say, hey, make sure y'all keep this same type of energy when the, when the push come out. I want to hear because I don't just poke holes in your whole What's logic. <laughs> when the fuck, when's the last time I wanted to hear Benny talk about his life? When he got shot. When have I ever wanted, wanted that from him? Like, what was that? Three, what, 3 a.m. Yeah, in okay. uh, that, Dallas? Like, that's, that's in real time. Yeah, that's in real time. Like, but you know, like the, the contrast between him and and um and Conway is Conway has mm-hmm. that story, right? Of he got he dived a little bit deeper into that personal bag. You got that Benny before on um the joint that he did with Hitboy. Burden of proof. You know what I'm saying? And I get the comparisons between. Yeah, we got a lot of that on yeah, Burden of yeah, Proof. Um, with Hitboy, oh. Burden of Proof. You got a lot of that. So, but that's probably where it took him. But this again, this is Tana Talk Four. This is about drug dealing. That's what it's about. So why would you expect anything else? Like that's crazy. That's crazy to me that you go into it thinking you're gonna hear some heartfelt shit about it when it's just what do you call yourself? Talking the pi- shit pirates king about the streets over some hard ass alchemist and Darren Jim Beats. Pirates king. What? Yeah. Listen, man. Like I, I don't know what people want at certain times, man. Like look, we can oh. Here's a few more songs I like, Prez. The one with Boldy James. Mm-hmm. He's two for two now. <laughs> Weekend, Weekend in the uh, Perry's. Weekend in the Perry's was another one I like. Back two times. I don't know if I asked you this, man. I know I've talked about Stove God Cooks. I like I liked his presence on this thing. Um, and that's been a lot with me with Stove God. Like his presence, his pen is cool. And I, I really do like his pen and what he be saying. Um, but to me, he dropped one of the... Uh, albums of the year in 2020 as far as just doing this street shit like he his presence he showed up and showed out how do you do you really like Soul God or do what do you think about the features since this is feature heavy oh yeah you know, I, I mentioned that back like to yeah others? I like that I like that cut man and uh same thing, same thing with you man like so if somebody's gonna come in they gotta do something a little bit different Some, sometimes I'm gonna like it sometimes I'm not West Side Gun uh uh you know I don't like his full albums you know but I love his features you know it's just how, how you come about it. But it, it's because he adds that little bit of spice to something. You know what I mean? But too much spice is a bad thing. It's kind of what I say. You know what I mean? So that's that's when I get him alone, it's uh, a little hard to take. But like when it's mixed in the mix, <laughs> hey, it's good, man. And I appreciate Westside, you know? So, uh, which he was talking about on a couple of these songs. You know how they came in. You know, Westside was like the the, the architect of it. And then, you know, he, he was more like the... Uh, he had his lane and then uh, Conway had their lane, but they all formed up, you know, to just continue to get money and get telling you, man, these stories, man. Like, so I, I, I like, I like this, man. I like this album. I'm going to keep going back to it. I think this is one of those things that's going to slowly grow on people. Even at 10 more commandments, I think by the end of the year, you're going to be like, you know what? I want to go back <laughs> and redo my uh, review. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because again, you got J Cole. I like the J Cole feature, of course. Still got Cooks is um, starting to become a little little stand on like even his appearance on uh, on Nicholas Craven's um, uh, project. I forget the name, but anyway, it's called the song is called Opulence. That's dope. Boldy James, you know, he did his thing on on this as well. Conway clearly mentioned the song Thirty Eight Special mm-hmm. had a fire as verse two as well, like. I, if I can name six or 12 joints 
like that I really enjoyed, nine times out of ten, it has replay value for me. It, this definitely would be in discussions. I don't know where it would end up, but it's definitely, to me, I think Benny throws his name in the hat with albums that have to be discussed or projects that have to be discussed as, you know, one of the possible best ones. But, you know, who knows if these guys are done releasing projects for this year. He may release something else with somebody else before we hey. start doing our wrap-up. But I think this first is First quarter this almost is really up. We may have to give a top five of first quarter. Might have to. Might have to. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot that's come out, and we've been complaining about it, but not all of our favorites have dropped. TDE, Kendrick. <laughs> um, but um, we've we've got. It's just <laughs> we've funny got. how this is flip flop, man, and turned over because I'm pretty sure this was me last year saying that same name. You know what it was, Fred? I'm be honest with you. Kendrick came on on a mix. I went down a rabbit hole with Kendrick a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "What the hell is going on, man? Like, what was it? What's going on? Are they trying to?" Put the perfect sauce and, and spices to it, like as you said. Like, I don't need perfect. I just need, I just need some new Kendrick, man. Like, I, I just want to hear what he has to offer, man. Because you know, you got the cold last year. Nas came through and did what Nas did. Like, you got these big acts dropping, and then it's been a while, man. It's been a while for TDE, like we said last week. So, I just wanted to hear some new Kendrick, man. And and now it's starting to piss me off. Now it's starting to piss me off because I know he ain't got no summertime music. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when when is it going to happen? Are we going to get it at the end of the year? Who knows, man? Who knows what's going on in that camp? But until then, you know, it, it is what it is. So this, but this has been the Butcher's review. This is um dope body of work. If y'all expected more, expected him to get introspective or whatever you expected, you got to me. I think you get what you came to expect here. Dope beats. Your fault. Dope if you didn't, if- your what else is the criteria? You came to Tana Talk thinking that you were gonna get something different. That's just, that's on you. <laughs> be a better consumer. Know what you're gonna be going for. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> Here go a pillow. <laughs> yeah. Expectation management at at its finest, man. Um, but just just don't listen to Tim Moore commandments first. If you if you don't listen to that, listen to anything else on this project. You, you'll be in good running. That's that's that's. Just my my review. That's my review. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I just don't I just don't get you sometimes. I don't understand you. Uh, y'all y'all clamor for one thing and then you go totally left when they give you something like that. You are like oh, yeah, sometimes it be you you put my expectations all the way up here, and then when I hear it, bloop, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like. I like I love the idea of a of, you know going back to the slaughterhouse project. I love the idea of uh, them getting it off their chest. Let them say what they gotta say. <laughs> but seven songs into that bitch, <laughs> I'm like, stop saying it. It's over. <laughs> and, all right, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like so, I you know what I mean. Yeah, again, we always talk about it. We're hypocritical fans, right? We want something. We want. We something. don't know what the fuck and we want. We somebody don't know delivers. All it we want is good not, music. Honestly, we don't know if what you the give fuck. Us we good want. music. <laughs> That's that's what's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, it just gotta sound good. Does it sound good on this run? No. All right. And then you know what I'm saying? We toss it aside. That's just, just the way right, it is. Man. Nah, man. <laughs> we ain't shit. We we gonna we gonna come back. We're gonna purchase your shit, merch, all that. We're gonna support you. But if we don't like it, we're gonna let you know it and do better next time. 
Don't take our input because it don't work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Don't take our input. Like when we love it, we'll shower you with praise. When we don't like it, we'll tell you we don't like it. We'll be fair about it. And I think that's fair. I think it's, it's fair that, you know, it was too, too, for me, that 10 more commandments was too laid back. You know, I, I needed some, uh, maybe Did they you go listen to the original Ten Commandments again? For this particular song. But, yeah. No, no. I, did I, you I go like, back and like listen it. at it before you compared I mean, it to the classic, song? Did you go man. back and listen at the original? Of course. No, I, I know I, that song I, like that's the not back what of my I asked, hand, Cash. man. I don't need we, you to say. Do I need to? I don't need you. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. Look at the man on my wall. People have nostalgia for things. Do I need to show you how big is on my wall? And it's up here. It's like this grandiose. And then they go back and listen. Now that I listen at that again, it kind of fit right in line with it. No, you can't do. I don't know. You can't do revisionist history. I'm not doing revisionist history. Come on. We can't do I'm just can't saying, do I think the way the song was set up is more in line with the original song. You're saying like it's like it's totally off. The whole vibe is off. Not a, It's not about it's the, the vibe. Through, That's what I'm saying. Before like you say that and go like there, the go listen at the original, which I'm pretty sure he did while he was doing his and trying to, I, trying to match it up. I know the and original then, by heart. Don't go off. Your damn nostalgia. You the one who trying to do revisionist history. You going off your damn nostalgia. I know the original. It takes two seconds to pick up that damn phone and listen to that song and then play 10 more commandments right after and see if they, and then come back to me. (laughs) No, no. I ain't going to listen to it again. I know 10 10 Crack Commandments. I love that song. Benny didn't do it justice. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Out of of, of 12 songs, I didn't like one. You can't make me like it. Can't make me like I it. I don't like used it. to go back and listen to this episode. <laughs> I know how it sounded, and it don't sound nothing like it. Five months later, he'll go back. You know what? I ain't talking you, about you I ain't know what? it. Gotta it, sound it gave just me that like same it. I think the energy was lacking. I think Diddy yeah. didn't need it. Yeah, Diddy, Diddy fucked up the song coming in with his cool ass. Like, I nah, man. Mm-mm. I'm cool. All right, man. Is that is that it for the man, album? That's it. Man, that's it for, I, I'm done with you, man. Oh, like, you like, I, I, I can't, I can't. Like if you can't go back and take the sound to listen to that one damn song, and and mm. I've heard you talking to somebody who was raised in Brooklyn, New York. I know what <laughs> the original sounds like. I don't have to go back and listen to it. I know what the whole life of the death sound like. I mean, I don't I got to go back to it. To I know what back. it sound like. That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 152. I will not be going back to listen to Big's version. Big's version is a classic. Some shit you just oh, don't touch. Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. Hold on. So y'all got songs that words. you can't touch. You're, you're, you're saying, you're saying, you're saying not Big and all them got songs that you can't touch. Don't make this but a when we tell you something that's a down south classic and they revisit, you're like, but I like the new song. I like I'm like, nah, I just can't, I can't flow with it because they fucked up a classic. You got one or two things you could do with me, Prez. You can remake it and the shit sounds amazing, or you can remake it and it sounds it doesn't meet my expectations. Those are just simple. That's all. It didn't meet my expectations. That's all. I ain't saying it's trash. I said it left much to be desired. I didn't like the be- I'm telling you what I don't like about it. You just refusing to accept my opinion. That's what it is. You just <laughs> You know what? You know what? I, ain't I respect your shitty opinion. Like uh, you can keep saying whatever you want to say. Uh, you know, next week, next week, it'll be a new album, new, new, new topic. And I guarantee within the next month, 
or two months, he's going to co- contradict everything he's saying right here on another song when somebody else re- revisits a classic. This is why this is my man, and I got to watch <laughs> out for him and what I say for the rest of the year, because I know he coming. I know he coming for me somehow, some way. He think he ain't gonna, I ain't going to see it coming, but I am. This is episode 152. I'm Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. <laughs> Mr. Prince. And my man. Yeah.